0: Welcome to Long Story Short Podcast where we reveal short stories of an active living God who shows up in everyday life.
1: You paid the
0: price for all the world to me.
2: You paid the price for all the world to see. For those who choose you
1: now Shalom 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 Oh, I wish they would all
0: sleep Stop the car. Those three words made the difference between life and death for our friend Dorsey, or D, as we call him. You got an introduction to D. Howard in podcast 27. When we met him last year, we immediately connected, due to our common interest in storytelling. He weaves a story into his local cable show, into his work as an author, and in the classroom where he inspires participants toward better choices in life. D. openly talks about a number of poor choices he made early on in life, Some of those choices landed him in jail. That wasn't uncommon for him and his friends who grew up in the infamous Robert Taylor housing project. This area of Chicago was notorious for gangs, drugs, and violence.
1: Dee credits God with saving his life numerous times. He said he's been given more chances than any of us deserves. And he's thankful, realizing that some people don't even seem to get one second chance. Recently, he published One Way, No Left Turn, a book about how wrong choices can become addictive and even lead to a downward spiral. Dee's hope is that his experience will help others avoid some of the mistakes he made. For
0: episode 28, we worked with Dee to record the first chapter of the book. It's a dramatic story, one that can easily lead to some great discussions about God's presence in the world. As you listen, consider how God may have been interacting in the lives of each of the characters. While making good choices doesn't guarantee safety from heartbreaks, Dee's point is that making continual wrong turns never ends well.
1: Not only is this a compelling true story, but it gave us the opportunity to work with our good friend, Jeff Bacora, who wrote an original music score. It's been a blast to work together with these friends. You're about to hear the results of our collaboration. We'd love to hear your reaction. Would you take a few moments to leave a review on iTunes afterward? Now, here's Stop the Car.
2: Boom, 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 boom! Was the horrible sound of gunshots going off. I froze for a minute, which seemed like forever, and just prayed in my mind, God, please, God, please don't let it be. It was a perfect 85-degree day. The sun was nice and bright, and the sky was clear and blue. There are very little wind blowing, a perfect day to be out on the lake, in a boat, or something. We all wanted to do something special for Tony's birthday, so we decided to have a barbecue. And as usual, with barbecues, came drinking and smoking. A song came on the radio from Tupac called Me Against the World. I went where the music was and turned it all the way up sound of the bass was chomping. Some girl who was there with Tony's girl said, hey, and started dancing. This started a flow of everyone dancing around the yard. Some of the women had on high heels that were getting stuck in the dirt. Everyone was smiling, clapping, and having the time of their lives. It always made me happy when I could get people together just having fun. I would go broke at times. If you smoked, you was high. If you drank, you were drunk. And people ate until they were super full. The vibe was always comfortable and very relaxing. People that couldn't dance were out there doing whatever they liked. It was funny, but so much fun. Yes, this was one of the best days ever. I was wondering what was happening outside. I heard everyone all excited as they were saying hello to one of the family members who was about to become a pro basketball player. I looked out the window to see that it was Mike. He didn't come around the family much, but when he did, we made the best of it. Mike and his new wife had just given birth to a baby boy they were the couple everyone wanted to be. My brother, Ant, was with them. Ant was totally opposite of Mike. See, Ant was a true thug. He was an active member of the Chicago gang Recently been released from prison and was possibly on his way back if he continued making enough time. Ant wanted to go get some liquor and Ants who wanted to ride with him. You see Ant was fun to be around and told jokes about everyone. Some people loved being around Ant. Mike and I decided we wanted to ride with Ant. Mike's wife wanted to go also and she got mad because Mike wouldn't let her come with. She started saying things like, why can't I ever go have any fun? I'm always stuck with the baby. Mike gave in. His wife won that fight, so off to the store we went. We all sat in the car while Ant went in and got the liquor. When he came out of the store, two guys dressed in red started beating him. When we jumped out to help, they took off running. Ant was mad and couldn't let it go. He got into the car and started driving fast and crazy, talking about how he was going to kill them. As we passed the turn to our house, I said, where are you going? He didn't answer. As we turned onto the street where I knew the opposite gang lived, I knew Ant was about to start trouble. I told him to stop the car, but he didn't. I grabbed the wheel and told him to not make that left turn. He pulled over and said in a very loud voice, Get out of my car, you little punk. I looked at Mike and his wife and told them to please get out with me, but they refused. I told them that Ant was taking them into a neighborhood that he was not welcoming. I could see it in Mike's wife's eyes that she was scared and wanted to get out of the car. But Mike was all excited. He wanted to go and see what happened. Mike had never experienced this kind of life and was very excited to ride along and had told me in no uncertain terms to get out of the car. Before I could get both feet out of the car, he drove off, peeling out very fast. His tires were smoking as he fishtailed his way down the street. I hollered at him, please don't make that left turn. As I started walking back to my house, I watched the car turning off onto a block which I knew was a dead end street. I didn't think Ant knew that this street had only one way in and one way out. For some stupid reason, he turned into it. Two or three minutes later, I heard a bang. It sounded like a gunshot, but I wasn't sure. I froze. It was like I was paralyzed. As I heard the gunshots going off from a semi-automatic weapon, going off like it was a war zone or something. I found myself running toward the block where Ant turned left, but something snapped me out of it. I froze again and turned around. I ran home, screaming, no, please, God, no, don't let it be. The tears rolled down my face. I stopped half a block from the house and wiped the tears from my eyes. I thought, what if they're back? And already think of me as a punk. I didn't want him to see me crying. I was calm for a moment, but before I could reach my house, I heard sirens. Lots of sirens. Police, ammo and fire trucks was speeding down the street. I began praying out loud again. Now begging God, God, please, please don't let it be. When I walked in the door, my mom was sitting there rocking Mike and his wife's baby to sleep. I thought I would play it off like nothing was wrong. But as soon as my mother saw me, she knew. She asked, what's wrong with you? And where's the others? I couldn't hold back any longer. I bust out in tears. I started crying like a baby. I told her I didn't know, but I felt in my heart that the shooting had something to do with them not being here. I didn't want to say anything and make everyone panic. Out of the blue came a loud scream from the other room. It was my sister who was watching TV. And the news of a deadly shooting interrupt her show. We all ran to the TV. They didn't have any information yet, but said there were two confirmed dead at the scene, a male and a female. The house went up into a crazy depression when they showed pictures of car with lots of bullet holes in it. It looked like they were in a war zone in another country. People started screaming and hollering. Everyone had tears in their eyes. I'll never forget my mom hollering, "Why him? Why wasn't it you?" I ran with her and never stopped running. See, Aunt was paralyzed and would be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Mike. And his new wife will kill instantly. All because.
0: Thanks again for listening to another installment of Long Story Short Podcast. We appreciate you, our listeners, for taking time to download, listen to, and tell us how the podcast has helped you see God taking an active role in your own story. And thanks for checking out the website, longstoryshortpodcast.com. You'll find direct links on the site to add the podcast to your iTunes player, to Stitcher, tune in, and to Google Play. You can help us by searching for longstoryshortpodcast.com in your favorite podcast player on your phone or tablet and adding us to your favorite playlist. By going into iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Google Play and rating our podcast and leaving a review, you participate in the story that God is telling. You'll find us on Facebook and on Twitter at L.S. Short Podcast. The point of the podcast is to tell everyone about the glorious things God does. So thank you in advance for sharing, liking, and tweeting links to the story in your network. And thanks to Les Elias and the Sons of Evie for their music contributions. Check out links to their website in the show notes. Bye-bye.